this is Spoken by Ellsworth, a Femdom Hypnosis Podcast, Season 4. In today's episode, we need to talk about headspaces. It's basically a Spoken by Ellsworth requirement. Now, in my creative process for sessions, I do like to borrow from different hypnotic strategies, um, theories, and history, and using those pragmatic nuts and bolts suggestions, uh, both the highly indirect, permissive, and metaphoric, and also the direct, forceful, and authoritative. This is a femdom hypnosis slant, after all. The different sessions, they allow for this kind of creativity. Plus, I know that how you experience hypnosis isn't the same as how another might. Now, Erickson, he was a big fan of a multiplicity of suggestions and keeping them simple. But I know that you are clever. I know that you fucking love the mind games. And because we're not working on something like stopping smoking, where I would use simple suggestions presenting a sufficient number, where you willingly take this one on or that one, I feel just fine. <laughs> with having this variety because this isn't a deadly serious issue that you've come to me with, right? Like stopping smoking. It's something else, so we can have a lot more fun with it. I really like including the ones that you may only receive and take on after, you know, the third or fifth listen through. All of this is highly repeatable, right? So it's fun to know the more you do it again and again, the more you're going to get. Now, quite a few of my sessions, they have multiple versions intertwined. They have these threads that are similar, right? But they come at it in a slightly different way. Um, If you have listened to the most recent uh, financial domination one, it's very obvious in there. And I'm a creature of habit, I tend to stick to sets of three. Now I did mention before that in the past I really struggled with that creative interesting um, element to Findom and yeah it just wasn't (laughs) it wasn't clicking and what allowed it to actually click for me is by turning it into more of that shared experience by really diving into that headspace that hypnosis allows us to have right it's a totally different experience compared to just being in person and not saying necessarily one is better than the other but 
they are quite different. And when it comes to something like financial domination, I'm gonna say the hypnotic version is way better. Now, before I get into that about the headspaces and how it varies, uh, let's talk about that lemon convincer script. If you haven't experienced it, go back to episode 24 and take a listen. It's fine. I'll wait. That particular session, um, the reason it's called a convincer is because it's typically used like to break the ice in a private or group sessions. It allows someone to touch on hypnosis, use those various senses, and for many people, they then realize that they do have this depth of imagination and memory just waiting to be drawn from. For instance, in that Lemon Convincer script, which kitchen did you imagine yourself in? Now, quite a few people, they can tell an entire story about which they picked, why they picked it, and give lots of details. Enough that, like, I feel like I'm taking this trip <laughs> and I'm visiting it with them. I'm sharing that space. For someone like me, and honestly, someone like you, when a person does that, when a person is able to describe and share that place enough, that space, they really are adding on to our personal headspace. And I love that. Now, before I go further, I do have a small favor to ask. Whether you found me on YouTube, Spotify, or your favorite podcast provider, take a moment to subscribe to the Spoken by Ellsworth podcast. It helps me to be found and to continue to put my time and energy into this project. Also, you might have noticed I have zero ads. I don't think you really want to hear a sock sponsor in the middle of my podcast. <laughs> Those socks can be useful for uh, things like keeping your feet warm. Um, so I'm keeping it this way, right? This means your support on Patreon or purchases through the website. It just keeps the lights on and with the way the UK economy is going. I need that support. I need my light. So, thank you to those who've done this already. And to those that haven't, what are you waiting for? Okay, now let's get back to headspaces. For those that indulge in this daydreaming regularly, you might have found a certain aesthetic that works for you. Like a fusion between Ellsworth's teachings and Animal Crossing. <laughs> you know, what is on your island? I know from numerous conversations over the years with patrons and other followers that describing the headspace is a joy. And it's often very detailed. You have made space for the forest walking area, 
the town that we visit in Walking to Seduction, and you've either found or created your temple. So creating the Findom session, it meant it wasn't going to be all name-calling and exchanging of bank details. The shared experience, the overlapping of headspaces, the creating new territory in that mind of yours, that is my kink. I can exchange bank details with a personal trainer. <laughs> I can get my name calling kicks out by watching the news, um, but I can't create that way. So the listening room session, it is that shared experience and it has the three takes. Now one patron said, um, this is a direct quote, not only is Findom a hard limit for me, but I honestly find it boring. However, I trust you and your skills as a hypnotist. I could seriously listen to you narrate someone watching paint dry. So I went for it. Well, that trust paid off in a big way because I'm obsessed with the cash mistress. The way she took control of everything, tongue included, but left me as a prisoner my body was so deliciously cruel. <laughs> and that is why there are the three takes. Because as you're going through, I know just by these headspace descriptions that you've given me, I know that for a lot of you, you have the perfect real estate <laughs> to put each of these ones in. So before I go from today, let's talk about this for just a minute in regards to your headspace and my headspace. Take a moment and take in a deep breath. Feel yourself all the way up and exhale all the way up. And let's do that again. Breathe in and out. And another one in, thinking about headspaces and breathing now, you can continue to breathe deeply or just find that natural rhythm. But I want you to have this open mind. I want you to have that well available. Maybe pull up the bucket <laughs> so you can be ready with your thoughts, right? And memories. What happens where our headspaces touch? Now, do you imagine it just as one shared headspace? Or do you see that they're overlapping, that you have yours, I have mine, and this 
this area here is shared? Is there a color boundary? Any boundary? Is there an obvious change in scenery? Like when you imagine my headspace, not shared, but my personal, private, own one. Can you see how it's decorated? Or not? Maybe it's not a room, maybe it's outside. <laughs> I just realized that for those of you who have gotten to really know me, that for my private headspace, or maybe just in that shared headspace where you can look over and see mine, that it's quite likely that the type of, I must say shelter, just so I can keep it as vague as possible, that the shelter you picked is something I mentioned quite a few times of wanting. And it's only fitting that in my daydreams, I should have it, right? Okay, so go on, enjoy your Tuesday. If you need a task, consider your task to be just mulling over those questions. When you find yourself with a bit of downtime today, do a little bit of deep breathing. See your headspace, mine, the shared one. And think on that, the boundaries, if they exist, if they don't exist and such. I would love to hear your thoughts, so don't forget to share them with me. After all, all of your thoughts and feelings, what? Come on, you know the answer. <laughs>